listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. The testimonials appearing in this podcast reflect individual experiences and individual results may vary. Cardinal Health does not claim, nor should the listener assume, that any individual experience recounted in this podcast is representative of what another consumer may experience. The Cardinal Health Counter Talk podcast in collaboration with Pharmacy Podcast Network is for independent pharmacists to learn about the state of the industry, innovative services and solutions, and the future of pharmacy. Join me, your host, Jason Calori, for conversations with pharmacists, Cardinal Health leaders, and industry experts sharing best practices, discussing industry trends, and showcasing Cardinal Health products and services. You can subscribe to the Cardinal Health Counter Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome back to the Cardinal Health Counter Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kalori, and today we are talking about empowering connections that lead to healthier outcomes. To do that, we have a special guest, and her name is Lynette Glockner, pharmacist and owner at Matthews Pharmacy, serving Matthews, Virginia. Lynette has dedicated the majority of her career to serving patients in Matthews, Virginia. She earned her Bachelor of Science from Ohio Northern University in 1996. She is married to her husband, John, and has three children, Brianna, Kaylin, and Austin. In her off time, she enjoys reading speech. So welcome to the show, Lynette. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. I got to ask, can you recommend any uh, good books lately <laughs> that you read? <laughs> Honestly, I have not had time to read much in the last year. Um, I do like Karen Kingsbury, David Bobetti, um, Dora Roberts. Those are my couple of my favorites. All right. Noted. I'll, I'll see if I can uh, maybe... I, I've kind of been reading more and more in the last year, so it'll be interesting to get into maybe uh, a couple of those books that I always like to ask people just because I'm always looking for different stuff to read. So thanks for the recommends. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it depends on what you like to read, but... <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm over the Harry Potter books. Let's, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Those were never my thing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to the beginning, Lynette. Let's uh, talk a little bit about how you got into pharmacy, why you got into pharmacy. Kind of take us through a little bit of that abbreviated story. Okay. Um, I guess back in high school, I knew I wanted to do something in the medical field. I was good with math and science and everything kind of led towards Towards that direction, um, I had been dating my husband at the time for um, about six years before we got married. So we dated through high school and knew that I wanted to just get married and have kids and I could care less about a career. Um, <laughs> but uh, at the time, I you could get your bachelor's of science or you could get your PharmD. And, you know, I had no interest in being a hospital you know, manager or anything like that. So um, I just stuck with the Bachelor of Science and got out in five years. And uh, we had been married after my third year. We got married after he finished college. And I worked for Refco from my senior year in high school as a cashier all the way up through technician, intern, extern, and then pharmacist. Mm -hmm. uh, they got bought out by CVS the year that I had my first child, Brianna. And... Um, Moved to Virginia in 2004, stayed with CVS um, in Williamsburg, Virginia. We uh, stayed there, lived there for about four years, worked in Williamsburg for a couple years, moved to the Kamilarnik store, um, which was about an hour and 15 minute drive one way on top of 
12 hour days and every other weekend. And, uh, you know, it's Friday, Saturday, Sundays, had to work holidays, all that nonsense. Um, found out there was a pharmacist in Matthews, Virginia, um, that was looking, had been looking for a, a pharmacist, a full-time pharmacist for about a year. Hadn't found anybody. Cause literally if you come to Matthews, Virginia, the only way back out is the way you came. <laughs> There's pretty much two roads two roads into Matthews. And if you keep going, you end up into the Chesapeake Bay or one of the um, rivers that go into it. Um, And the funny thing is, is when we moved to Gloucester, Virginia in 2008, um, Matthews is only like 20 minutes from our house at the time. And I was driving, I turned left to, if I would have went straight, I would have been Matthews. If I turned left, I went to my CVS in Kilmarnock. Um, and never even, I was like, where in the heck is Matthew? She's like, you live right by it. The lady that was telling me about it. And I was like, oh, never, never went straight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I spent all of my time working and, and then, you know, days off that I did have, I, you know, was cooking and cleaning and doing kids stuff with the kids and their sports. And, um, so I, I decided to go work for an independent. Um, we hit it off real well and, um, you know, it changed my lifestyle completely you know, going to instead of nine to nine shifts to nine to six through the week and nine to one on Saturdays and closed on Sundays. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can go to church every Sunday. This is crazy. <laughs> um, never even knew that this kind of lifestyle existed because, you know, I'd always been with the, the same chain for 18 years. Yep. And um, yep. I was able to, you know, go home and cook dinner at night. I was able to be there for my kids sports um, events and things like that closed on holidays. I'm like, what in the world? I don't have to work Christmas ever again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and so I started with her in 2009 and, um, never had any inclination of owning a pharmacy. And, you know, my husband's like, you need to talk to her about buying the pharmacy from her when she's ready to retire. I said, no, I don't want to do what she does. She works hard. She's, you know, goes in early and stays late and, you know, all that nonsense. And, then time came, 2018, she approached me and said, we're ready to retire. Her and her husband ran it. She was the pharmacist and owner, and he kind of was like the co-owner, glorified cashier, maintenance man, you know. Um, and um, I kind of started thinking seriously, I'm like, okay, if I don't buy the pharmacy, then I've got to go find another job or um, – hope that whoever she does sell to, you know, wants to keep me on staff. And, (laughs) and so I was like, okay, can I do this? And so I I prayed about it and said, yep, I can do this. So um, other than anything tax related, I've learned on the fly. Um, (laughs) um, Well, well, let's get, let's let's get, get, yeah, let's get into that a little bit. So, okay. So you said 2018 now, 2018, as we know, is the, that's, those are the COVID years. The beginning, I mean, prior to, prior to, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah, little yeah. bit prior one, to. I had, I had like one and a half years prior to COVID. Yeah. Okay. So, so that, that first year, that first one and a half years and leading into COVID, what were, what were some of the biggest challenges you were facing? Um, well, the biggest challenge is when I first bought the pharmacy, you know, as you know, um, PBMs pay anywhere from 30 days to 90 days to 120 days yep. later. Yep. So everything I had coming in went to her um, from September until pretty much January into February. I was writing checks once a week to her. Okay. Um, 
And finally, the, the checks started to get smaller and smaller. But, you know, those those big checks from Caremark and Express Scripts didn't go into my bank account. Um, you know, I started off with, with what they recommended. And within a year and a half, I was literally thinking I was going to go bankrupt. Um, and then COVID hit. <laughs> um, so that was truly my first challenge because um, for about three to six months, I think it was, I was having to call Cardinal and say, hey, I need four more days to pay my bill, five more days to pay my bill. And um, I had joined PDS in 2019, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And the first year I didn't get much out of it. And after that, I, I, I kind of I got a different um, coach and things started to change and just kind of learned a little bit more of how, how to make money, um, you know, working with Kristen and outcomes and um, just, you know, like I said, learning on the fly the whole entire time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so still to this day, learning as I go. So you mentioned uh, outcomes. Uh, what what changes and what did outcomes you know give you as as far from a from a new from a new business owner? And as you were learning on the fly, as you said, um, you know mm-hmm. outcomes outcomes really tries to connect all the different tools that a pharmacist needs. Uh, what were those? How was it implementing that? And what do you feel like you got out of that uh, straight off the bat? Well, honestly, I don't do much with it. Um, I have a lead technician who who deals with Kristen every two weeks. Um, okay. But it was just a, a matter of um, learning. Okay, we're we're pretty much a three or four star pharmacy, you know, on all the the equip scores and all that. And it was okay. How can we improve our scores? Because if you improve your scores, then you can improve your payments and the less DIR fees that they take back. And, um, so she just, you know, created ways of, of doing that as well as, Hey, you're losing money. She'd call us and say, you're losing money on this, um, Advair brand. Um, is there a way that, you know, the insurance will pay for generic, you know, or maybe not necessarily Advair, but something new would come out with a generic that we wouldn't know came out. Mm -hmm. Um, or we'd be filling for a generic and she's like, you know what, if you call a doctor and get a DAW on that Concerta insurance pays. And you don't take a loss. So just learning different, um, really, <laughs> you know, um, making sure your DAW codes are correct, whether it's a one, two, zero, nine, you know, whatever the case may be, um, things like that helped. Um, that that made a big difference. Um, having the technicians, you know, work on tips. Having um, my other pharmacist who works part time, she would work on the CMRs. Things that I don't have time to do, and that's been the nice part is. It doesn't have to be the owner that that does these things. They're they work with you know whoever they need to work with at your store that's you know capable of of working so, with them. <laughs> so how so how often do you think you're in touch with the uh, pharmacy advisor? I mean, when you're talking about you know mitigating risk of DIR fees, saving time, maximizing mm-hmm. reimbursements. I mean, I feel like I'd be on the phone she, every. I feel like I'd be on the phone every day, making sure I'm you know getting all the right info. No, nope, she. So once a week, she sends um, Pam, my technician, a report, and she has a week to look at that report, and the next week they have a phone call. So every other week she's looking at a report, every other week she's having a phone call, and the phone call is anywhere from five minutes, like, I have got nothing for you, y'all are doing great, to, hey, you need to work on this, 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 and this, and your scores, you know, and we've been doing really well since that. And that's, gosh, that's been probably about a year and a half. 
Now you get now you get to look at through the platform. You get to look at a a, a dashboard, correct? Mm-hmm. Now that dashboard, when correct. you're taking a look at it, have you seen increased patient adherence, better outcomes uh, since this has all been implemented? Yes, all of that. Um, we were at four and five stars consistently. Um, throughout COVID up until maybe just a couple months ago, and we're, we're still at four stars, but mm-hmm. um, that's just because, you know, sometimes you are too busy or you have sicknesses or you have whatever the case may be, and you don't have time to work on, you know, certain things. But, you know, for the most part, we stayed consistent with what we need to do. So how is all this, getting all this information, you know, each and every week, how has it changed the way you run or even manage the pharmacy? Or how does it, has it changed the whole team dynamic, you know, in the pharmacy? Um, I think with just, with Pam and, and Diana working on the tips and the CMRs, um, I've gotten another technician more involved in inventory management. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, there's certain technicians who are, they great at customer service. There's certain technicians who are great at just standing there and filling prescriptions, which you still need to have those technicians. There's certain technicians who are great at the productivity part aspect of it. Um, and you just learn to put your technicians that you do manage where they are best suited. Have there and been it any makes the pharmacy uh, run a lot smoother? <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, have there. So now that you're an owner, and I, I would imagine you've had a lot of ideas, and you, you even said yourself, and you might have a little bit more time just for yourself. I mean, are you, are you finding yourself with all this information, implementing new programs and uh, new ideas into the pharmacy? Um, maybe not. I'm not very creative, so maybe not new. <laughs> um, but I think just following following the advice that that is given to us. Um, you know, getting all your, whoever's at data entry, um, getting them to pay attention to the DAW codes or, hey, this, this man qualifies for a blood pressure check, you know, just little things that just add up that you would never think to do unless somebody said, hey, do you know you can get paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> so, like I mean, are you, are, you, are you noticing like a full healthcare journey difference, uh, healthcare um, just everything from, starting to, yeah, yeah, starting to just just for your patients in the community. Are they are they noticing it too? From you know, ever since the changeover happened, I think so. Um, everybody, you know, tells me that they they love my staff. They they love everything. So you know, they're always so appreciative that we're there. We have a very close knit pharmacy family that work there. Um, everybody has been there for longer than me, as long as me, or since I took over, you know, I hired a couple people just because, you know, increase, we're increasing business every day. We're, you know, um, taking prescriptions from Rite Aid where, you know, people are finding out that, oh, I don't have to go to Walmart. No, you don't have to go to Walmart, which is 20 <laughs> miles away. You can come to your local pharmacy and they realize that, oh, I can actually talk to you. I don't have to wait 45 minutes to speak to that pharmacist that's behind, you know, <laughs> the Walmart counter or, exactly. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, totally. That's they come in that, and yeah, yeah. they no, get ahead. the, hey, Mr. So-and-so, hey, Mrs. Jones, you know, they get that personalized attention and, and they enjoy that. Um, so the whole ecosystem around outcomes and what it brings to the pharmacy, uh, are you planning on using any more of these tools in the future? 
I will use whatever Kristen and Pam come up with (laughs) 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 that will help increase revenue, decrease uh, loss. Um, Literally, like I said, I don't do much with it. I'm probably not the best person to be on this conversation with you. Um, It's probably my, my lead tech Pam because seriously, she She's like, hey, Lynette, I'm going to do this, this, this. Okay. You know, she she takes it and runs with it. So, Well, give me an example here because I always like to hear, you know, stories, especially from pharmacists. Um, do you have an example of maybe the program, you know, changing something completely for a pharmacist or, you know, giving you a little bit more insight on how to help a specific uh, patient that was maybe struggling with something or something that was caught? Uh, any stories you can think of? Um learning that I qualified for a rural rate contract. Um, that was a huge change. Um, that was literally right when COVID hit. Um, and that decreased my DIR fees big time because there are no other pharmacies within 15, 20 miles of me. Oh, well, explain um, that. Explain that a bit. I haven't heard of that. What is, what is that exactly? Okay. Um, rural rate contract is if there is no pharmacy within 15 miles of your establishment, um, you qualify for a basically this contract that they don't take out any or as much DIR fees. So my DIR, DIR fees went from probably seventy some thousand dollars to about nineteen, fifteen mm-hmm. to nineteen thousand. Um, it eliminated pretty much Caremark and Express Scripts almost completely. Um, Humana and Optimi didn't qualify for whatever reason. Their maybe their standards were a little bit different. It's you know one way is um, GPS, one way is as the crow flies or something. So it just depends on their qualifications if you you know qualify or not. Um, but that was a huge difference. It's just a different contract. I I couldn't go with my um, LeaderNet contract with them. I had to go and get a contract with those um, PBMs on my own. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been a game changer. Um, I feel I feel like there's a bunch of pharmacists right now trying to find out if there's any pharmacists within 15 miles <laughs> of their store right now. <laughs> if they have a Walgreens across the street, they won't qualify. But if they are in a literally our county is probably 45 mile radius. Um, there's probably eight to nine thousand people in the county, mm-hmm. but it, there's like these little suburbs, if you will, of Matthews County. There's Matthews. Towns. So like my mailing address is Matthews, Virginia, but I live in Port Haywood, Virginia. So it's kind of like a little, <laughs> um, but it's the whole county is, you know, probably about a 45 mile. And like I said, every aspect of it touches water. So a lot of older community, we have a lot of older um, clientele, you know, that, that they can't, they don't leave the county at all. They, I mean, we've got the, the grocery store, we've got the bank, we've got the post office, and we've got the hardware store <laughs> and a few restaurants. Um, and, and they, they don't leave out of that area. They, you know, they, they're not comfortable driving it. Mm-hmm. Um, the closest CVSs are like 40 miles away or more. So that helps with the CVS people who, you know, have to use mail order or have to go to a CVS. Sometimes they can opt out of that. Um, to be able to use my pharmacy, you know, um, that, that's helped, you know, explaining that to them. Um, so yeah, if, if, if you can qualify for that, that's a game changer. 
No, that's 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 real. I've never heard that, and I think that's uh, that's pretty amazing. That's a pretty amazing opportunity for for most folks. Again, I'm not a pharmacist, yeah. but uh, to kind of you know give you that type of a discount and that little bit of an easement is kind of nice. Um, yeah. As from a patient perspective, uh, what is uh, any fun story? Now we we talk about outcomes. We talk about adherence and how you know important that is to keep uh, your star ratings up and. Um, and in talking to different farm, uh, in talking to different patients, and making that connection with them, uh, what kind of uh, you have any fun patient stories that you'd want to share about maybe somebody getting a little bit more adherent? I remember last time someone was on the show, we talked a little bit about you know someone coming in and their um, obviously their their daughter was you know it was obviously it was an elderly patient or an older patient, and the daughter and the son were coming in and trying to really push the, um, you know, getting into doing some sort of prepackaged uh, prescription program yep. and how I much easier. I have a story a, just about that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Let us, yeah, hit me with it. What do you got? <laughs> I have a patient who doesn't have family. She has a friend lady who, you know, helps take care of her, takes her to the grocery store, brings her to the pharmacy to get her meds, and she was all messed up on her medications, wasn't taking the right ones at the right times. And she said, can you do, you know, unit dose packaging? I, I have not um, delved into it much because I was like, okay, do I have the need versus the cost? Um, so we literally just had her purchase five. She takes most, almost everything once a day mm -hmm. and they can all be taken together. So we just did the single um, weekly pill boxes. Um, she bought five of those boxes and when she, and we write week one and marker on one box, week two, week three, week four, week five. And she knows when she's on week five to bring her four back. We've med synced all her medications so that we work on those four weeks boxes. And by the time she's at the end of the week, she's got her four weeks back. It's been great. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, yeah, I so always love to, has, I always love to I mean, that's that, only yeah. been going on for probably three or four months. Um, and her caregiver has come back and she said she is on track with everything since you guys did that. And they're just, you know, very appreciative stuff that you only get from an independent pharmacy. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is why I like to hear these stories. Yeah. This is like why I like to hear these stories. It's more personal. You get to have that connection for sure. Yeah. I'm starting to get more people asking about unit dose packaging. So I'm, I'm looking into the, my options. Um, as it comes to, from a workflow perspective, how has it also helped the pharmacy? Like I said, having everybody focus on, you know, say DAW codes and um, working on MedSync, patient adherence, um, just different, you know, offering, offering immunizations um, just because you get paid to do that. <laughs> did, you know, uh, did, getting did COVID, them, everybody did, in the habit. Did COVID kind of, you know, interject more of an immunization program into the pharmacy or were yeah. you guys already doing that yeah yeah you were, okay. um we ha we pretty much we have always done flu um we've done um back in the day zostavax and now shingrix um shingrix wasn't available for gosh practically a year but it seems like once covid hit you know the doctors were focusing more on the pneumonia the flu the shingrix getting everybody um and so now we can you know my my lead technician Pam, who who does the the stuff, she does our immunizations for the COVID, and you know she's brought in new customers, people that have never even heard of us would come there because they could get a vaccine, 
and you know, back when COVID first started and, you know, they're like, Oh, you guys aren't as far as I thought you were. <laughs> and, you know, just her friendly nature would bring in new customers. Um, wow. okay. Yeah. I love that. And of course, you know, just, you know, when you're now, Hey, you're getting your COVID. Have you had your flu shot? Have you had your Shingrix series? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have any questions, talk to your doctor, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so that's been, that's increased that, that revenue as well. So as far as, you know, what that outcomes platform brings and, you know, what you've experienced in opening a new store, um, you know, a few years ago, uh, what are, what's, mm-hmm. what's some big pieces of advice that you would give to maybe someone thinking kind of maybe if you were trying to give your advice back to yourself when you were kind of teetering mm-hmm. on, do I want to buy this pharmacy or not? What would you say to yourself back then? I would say take any resource that is offered to you, <laughs> at least to check it out. Um, you know, the other pharmacist that, that owned before me, she never dealt with the equip and the outcomes. And mm-hmm. um, it was just, it was what it was. And I don't have time to deal with everything else. And, you know, you find if you make time for one little thing, it turns into a big thing. So you just, you just never know where it's going to take you. Yeah. And I, and I believe outcomes also has a premium, uh, premium suite of products that will be available soon. But um, I do want to thank Lynette for joining us on the show today, providing her experience. Uh, again, we all know how valuable the time of an independent pharmacist can be. So Lynette, I really want to say thanks uh, to you. Well, thank you. Thank you for asking me. Uh, And thanks to the listeners and all the independent pharmacists out there for keeping us all healthy. If it's your first time listening, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Cardinal Health Counter Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jason Calori. See you guys again very soon. (laughs) 